What's going on everyone? Anthony Drew Gary here, host of the How To Show, where we talk about optimizing life, money, and happiness one how-to at a time. Every once in a while, I'm able to draw from nearby inspiration for future topics for the show, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. Not too far from me, there was a house that recently sold, and it was it was apparent when looking at the, the listing photos, uh, I know I'm a nerd like that, I like to look at real estate listings really just for fun. It was apparent that this was a situation where somebody was trying to sell a house and they still lived in it. And realistically, at some point in, in your life, you may come across this scenario where you're looking to buy a house, but in order to do that, you have to sell the one that you're in first. And so we're gonna talk today about how to stage or how to sell a house that you currently live in and some tips and tricks to make that go as efficiently and as smoothly as possible so that potential buyers can really see themselves in that house and not see it as the house that you live in. So in order to best do this, we're gonna draw from an example of a, a house that recently sold in my area just because I think there's a lot of fun that we can have with uh, the best practices and how we can start to think about ways that this could be useful in our own lives if you find yourself in a situation where you need to sell a house uh, anytime in the near future or really and beyond. I think that these, these practices are timeless. And maybe it's important to talk about that for a second because right now the real estate market is red hot. And so if you stick something out for sale, there's a good chance it's gonna sell, but it might not always be that way. So why not put your best foot forward in every opportunity that you can when it comes to buying and selling real estate and so let's look at the best practices to do that in a house that you might still have to live in while the process is going on. So we're going to get a little graphic in this episode of the How To Show, but that really only means I'm going to share my screen on Zoom. Coming now. This is the example house that we're going to use for our discussion. Now this house has five bedrooms and five baths. It's over 4,000 square feet. It sold for almost half a million dollars. And so the examples may not match your exact situation, but I think some of the things we're gonna talk about can be impactful. So we start out with the curb appeal shot. You know, it does have a big tree in front, but uh, that's, that's part of what's going on at this house. Uh, not a whole lot more to talk about there. When we go to the next shot, it looks like they've got some drone photography going on. And so maybe there was a way to, to really show the front of the house and the, the main curb appeal shot from a little bit higher up. But you know, overall the house looks okay. The roof looks good, so we'll keep going. The next shot we've got here starts to show the, the size of the acreage for this lot, which is rather rare in this part of town. So there's something to be desired here. You can see in the background, this, uh, this house also has a, an outbuilding, maybe you call it a mini barn uh, out, out off the back. And so you start to, to look at these things and you, you get the approach. Uh, I think they're doing a, a fine job so far. So we, we keep going, you see it from a slightly different angle and uh, you know, it's noteworthy, you get 59, I think you get 60 pictures in most board of realtors uh, situations when you list your house on the multiple listing service. And so maybe it makes sense to use all of them, maybe it doesn't, but uh, just to, to continue on here, this is a, a good example of that. Uh, I get the idea that this might be the from the front of the house, uh, from maybe the porch but it's not completely clear. And so just a, an example that, that maybe this uh, could be omitted uh, situation where this doesn't provide the value that you thought it might. 
in the first place. So we'll keep going. Uh, photo six, we start to get to the front of the house. We've got the entrance. Uh, I think we're doing okay so far. Looks like a nice place to sit. And so we'll continue on and we'll go inside. And that's when things start to get fun. So the first thing I see in this picture when I look at it is the, the faces of the, uh, the children that are looking at me over there on the left. And so it's important to remember that when you put real estate photography out there on the multiple listing service and Zillow and Realtor.com and all of the above start to pull data from it, uh, we're looking at this data on Zillow and this house is already sold and the pictures of these children are still up on Zillow and realistically they're going to stay there until this house comes for sale again. So if you, if you don't want your, your family's photos all over the internet in this capacity, you may want to think about taking them down. And also for the sense that you want to be able to, to give a future buyer the idea that, uh, that they're in this house, not you. And so overall, it probably makes good sense to, to remove the photography from the house in general. And so when we look at this picture, we've also got some, you know, some tall candelabra looking things that the candles have probably been sitting there for, for 10 years or so. And we have a table that nearly gets in the way of the door swing. And so just a lot of, a lot of things going on here that don't really help tell the story of this house in, in maybe its best light. And so starting to remove some of these things, less could be more here. And so, you know, you, you're still living in this house, but if you can start to remove things, pull them out of the house, you know, maybe you, you get yourself a storage unit or maybe you Marie Kondo it and you find out that a whole bunch of stuff isn't sparking joy and you start to, to do a little bit of a purge. It's not a bad thing if you're doing this because you're ultimately going to try to sell this house. And so you're going to move everything anyway. So you might as well start uh, start early if you can, if it makes sense and, and give somebody the idea that, that they could see themselves in this house. And I can't let us get past this photo without talking about the boob light that really anchors the top of this picture. If you don't know what a boob light is, just stare at it for a minute. You can hit pause if you need to, and I bet you you'll be able to figure it out. I will do a future video in, uh, in my own home that talks about how to get rid of boob lights because I've done this in my house. There are examples where you can say no to boob lights, I promise. So we'll get to that in a future video. So we'll keep going and uh, you start to see things uh, in, in the sense of how the existing homeowner lives their life. And the first thing that I really get from this is, damn, there's a lot of chairs going on here. And so if we continue on and we get the view from a slightly different angle, we still see a lot of chairs. I mean, if you count them out here, you're probably close to a dozen. I remember when I sent this uh, listing to a buddy of mine, he, he kind of made a joke back at it that, uh, that the people who live in this house, they absolutely hate to stand because they're always uh, having a place to sit. And I, I think that'll hold true as we keep circling through the photos. And so if we've got nine chairs, we can, uh, can continue to, to think about removing some of them just to open up the space, open up the photography to visualize what it might look like if it weren't... Uh, if it weren't all their furniture in the house. And so we continue, we see the, the shot from the opposite side again. It just looks like a lot of chairs where this room might have other functions. And so we keep going, we got another shot again. We talk about the, the idea that you get 60 pictures, but you don't necessarily need 60 pictures. This shot and the last shot, pretty much the same. So we can keep going. So we get to a, another sitting area and this, this kind of starts to seem funny, but if we, if we keep circling through the photos, we've got some massive art projects that are, you know, family photography. And 
again, you may want to consider moving these out uh, just to get the sense that whoever's looking at these photos as a potential buyer isn't just plastering uh, the image of your family in these photos every single time. You know, this one's even reflecting off the TV. It can start to become a little much. So we keep going through, we, we get different shots, different uh, angles of the house. You know, I think this is fine, but uh, again, overall, you just want to consider the, uh, the, the framing of the picture, whether or not it makes sense to have the rocking chair at the, the far end, just to, to think about, again, looking at ways to help the buyers visualize what their house could look like if this house were theirs. So we keep going, we've got another sitting room, uh, Again, there's just a lot of furniture. This starts to, to, to be a little bit redundant, but I, I think it's worth noting that, uh, that if you were able to pull a little bit of the furniture out of here, it would really make this, uh, this entire house look bigger so far based on, on just the photos we've seen. So we continue, we, we see the, the, the transition that starts to get us into the kitchen. We keep going on this and we, we start to get a little bit of redundancy in the photos again. And so if you start to, to take these photos from one corner and then again from the other corner, maybe you don't have to have as many of them to still get the same effect. But we keep going and we get to photo 19 and uh, th this really strikes me that this is, this is a feature shot of uh, not only the kitchen, but the water jug front and center. And so that, uh, that could say to somebody that you don't want to drink the water that comes out of the tap or comes out of the fridge. You want to drink the water out of the water jug. And whether or not that's true is really irrelevant. That's what you're sending to the buyers when you show things like that. So you just want to be mindful of, uh, of what you're leaving in your shots as, uh, as to what it might mean to someone else. So we, we keep looking at things. We get a different view of the kitchen. When you start to think about things in the kitchen, typically you wanna clean off your countertops. And I think a good rule of thumb here is that if it's not a KitchenAid mixer, or if it's not a really high-end set of canisters, you probably wanna remove it and just uh, leave the, the kitchen countertops as clear as you can. And so we'll keep going on the photos. The prior photo showed the kitchen and, and basically showed that it was a galley. That was the kitchen shot with the water jug. And I think that this photo really does this kitchen a disservice because the way that it's framed right here, you, you just see a massive side of the refrigerator and it makes what, what probably is a smaller kitchen already just feel even smaller because the way the photo is framed. And so if you can start to angle your photos in such a way that it shows the, the biggest possible uh, vantage point of the space uh, without getting too carried away. I, I don't recommend you get into the whole uh, wide angle lenses or anything like that. You want to you wanna maintain what it actually looks like in real life, but showing it from an angle that gives it the most appeal is, uh, is an option that I think could have been used here just to make this look a little bigger. So we'll keep going and we look at, uh, we've got a laundry room here and uh, I think a, a good rule of thumb in, in the laundry room setting is if you're gonna have a situation where the washer and dryer do not come with the house, maybe you just leave this photo out. Uh, I think it's, it's fair to, to suggest that, uh, that this is the laundry room, but uh, if you don't have this photo in there, it doesn't really, you don't lose anything by, by taking it out. If there were a really nice pair of appliances here that were gonna stay with the house, I would definitely highlight them. But since that's not the case here, maybe it's just worth moving on. So then we get into the, the, to the bedrooms of the house. Uh, I don't think there's anything particularly bad or inappropriate here. 
we've, we've got another scenario where we've got family photos and we continue that into the next angle of the shot. Uh, you can see a, a picture of a, a little one down the hallway and she's just staring through your soul, waiting to figure out if you're gonna offer on this house. Uh, and I'm kidding, of course, I'm sure she's a, a great young lady. But uh, again, an opportunity to, to take some of the family photos down and just really focus on the house. And so we keep going, we've got a different, different view, uh, a different vantage point, nothing, nothing too terrible here. But we continue and we start to get to, to bathrooms. And again, this house has five of them. So as a general rule, you don't really like looking at toilets. So the, the opportunity exists to shoot these at a vantage point where you're not looking at the toilet. And in this picture, I happen to notice that they have both shower doors and a shower curtain, which seemed a little odd to me. And if I'm thinking about things like that, I'm not thinking about what, uh, what benefits this, this room has or the, the benefits, the best features of the house, because I'm thinking about silly things like that. So if I'm doing it, there's a chance that somebody else is as well. And just, uh, you don't wanna have to, to fight those sorts of things. So we keep going, we've got a, a situation here where we've got another chair that probably doesn't add any value to the shot. Uh, you know, this is a, a fine looking bedroom otherwise, but we get to the other view of the bedroom and we see a barn style door that, uh, that looks like it goes into a bathroom, but it's covered by some furniture. And I, I think as a, a good way to think about this, if you have a barn door, you wanna feature your barn door because that's probably why I got installed anyway. And a scenario where your barn door is covered by some furniture suggests that maybe the room isn't big enough for the barn door feature to begin with. And so you don't want to plant that idea in someone's head. So again, if you can start to, to purge a little bit and to maybe even get yourself a storage unit to start storing some of your items to really give the best benefit to that buyer, let them know that this is a, a house that's worth looking at and a house where they can really start to see themselves in it. We keep going. I, I don't really think that, that anything gets added from this shot to the last shot, except for another picture of the family. And I'm probably starting to sound like a broken record. I don't want to, to give the impression that it's a bad thing to be a, a family oriented uh, household by any stretch of the imagination. But again, the focus here becomes less about the seller, more about the buyer envisioning themselves in this house. And so to the extent you can, take the family photos and, uh, and put them in, in some sort of storage capacity so that they're not everywhere in the photos that you're listing on your, on your listing. So we come here, we've got a, a large size bathroom. And the first thing that I notice in this shot is that it just seems like that toilet's out of place. And so maybe a better example for this one would have been to, to shoot the, the photography in some other vantage point than showing that, uh, that photo. And I think it's important to talk here in, in the sense that the pictures in the order in which they are presented start to tell a story and that'll become important here in a second. But again, we've got extraneous pictures of family here, things that we could probably do without. But if we keep going, we get to the photo that really shows this bathroom in the best light. But see, you've already showed me too much here. Because of the vantage point in the last photo, I now know that the photographer in this photo is sitting on the toilet. And now I'm again, I'm thinking about things that I shouldn't be thinking about when I'm looking at this house and trying to determine whether or not it's for me as a buyer. So we keep on going, we get to another bathroom. I uh, again think that uh, nobody really likes to look at toilets so that if we can start to, to pick vantage points where it makes sense to, to not show them, it can be beneficial. It looks like this tub shower surround is uh, is pretty basic. It's not you know tiled or anything like that. So maybe it makes sense to, to shut the shower curtain 
and uh, change that angle so that you can just see the, the highlights of the room and not necessarily the average parts of the room. Then we get to an extra bedroom and right, wrong, or indifferently, your eyes are immediately drawn to the middle of this picture because uh, maybe it's red or maybe it's a gun safe. One of the two will uh, definitely get your attention. And I'm, I'm not here to comment on whether you should have the gun safe in the photo or not, but it's just something to think about as you're trying to attract or detract buyers, I guess. Uh, the, the sense that uh, having the gun safe in the picture, people are going to notice that and uh, you don't want to give people extra reasons to not want to come and look at your house. Uh, I'm not saying that a gun safe is definitely that scenario, but again, just thinking about uh, having extra furniture in the house and whether it makes sense to start removing some of it before you take your listing photos. So we keep going. I, I think this photo is, is fine. It's the other side of that room, gives you a good sense of what's there. Then we get to another bathroom. And the first thing that I noticed here is the picture frame sitting on the counter. I'm sure they're lovely people, but they don't really need to be in the shot. And again, until uh, this house comes for sale again, there's a good chance that they're gonna live in Zillow infamy because their picture is still in the, uh, in the shot. So we keep going. We got another, uh, another bedroom it looks like here. What I notice in this picture is the little baby doll in the corner, uh, kind of creeps me out a little bit, but I, I'm willing to look past the baby doll uh, if you are, so we'll keep going. We, we get the other side of the room, looks fine there. But then we get to another bathroom and I, I really just think that, that less can be more sometimes. You know, I count one, two, three, four, five hand towels for one sink here. And so if you can start to, to declutter a little bit, I think they do a better job here of hiding the toilet. You don't see the whole thing. And, and so just uh, to, to put your best foot forward, I think is important here. And you can start to remove some items to, to give that appearance. I really like this room and I think that it's fun, but again, the baby doll still starts to creep me out a little bit. And when we look at this room from the other angle, the fact that the baby doll is sitting on this bright red chair draws all your attention into that baby doll. And the fact that the baby doll is staring across the room at the picture of what appears to be another baby is just, uh, it's fun, but it can be removed in the sense that you can start to look at the room and how you might use it as opposed to how they're using it. Then we get downstairs. The downstairs of this house has a, a decent amount going on, but again, it starts with the fact that there is a water jug that reminds you that you may or may not want to be drinking the water here. And it's just an opportunity to, to continue to remove some of those extra items out of view. We get to the other side of the room and you can see out into the distance that there are plenty of places to sit again uh, between upstairs and downstairs sitting is covered, but it could be a detriment to, to showing whether the space might work for you and in your function uh, because there's a lot in it right now. So the best you can do to, to start to pull some of those things out, the better. We continue on in this idea. And so this, this starts to look like a living room. It starts to look like a playroom. And then there's a bed off in the back and I'm not really sure what's going on there. But I, I really think that this could have been a, a beneficial shot to just get some of this out of here. And I, yeah, I know it can be complicated to, to get a storage unit or to, to show it in some different way. But uh, if you can really start to let that buyer see their own stuff in this space, I think it could be a benefit, especially in a market that may not be as, uh, as robust or as hot as the one is right now. Same sort of thing goes on over here, just a, a, a lot of furniture, but uh, I, I think this definitely is the better angle. And, and maybe this continues to the thought that just because you have 60 photos, maybe you don't need to show 60 photos. 
And just to, to give the idea that you're showing enough to get somebody interested in wanting to come and check out the house in person and not giving them reasons why they shouldn't. So same sort of thing goes on over here. A lot of, a lot of chairs. Uh, if, if some of them were removed, this would look like a wide open space. And I think that could be a benefit. Then we get to the garage and I think they did a good job here of showing a wide open space. And so those, those concepts are there. I just think that they, they could be continued all the way through the house. And as we continue, we show photos outside. Again, we've got that drone photography. I think that's a real nice touch. And then we start to, to, to get ideas of what the, the back of the house looks like, what the outdoor living looks like. And so I think they did a really good job here of showing the, the depth of the, the parcel and ultimately what comes with it. But uh, one thing that I see that they did not include is they, they show you the, the mini barn, the outbuilding, but they don't show you what's inside. And so maybe that's on purpose. Maybe that's uh, giving you some sort of a mystery that you need to see it on your own later on in person. But uh, ultimately it, it's just a reminder that you want to be able to put your best foot forward in all of these examples. And so if you've got the opportunity to tailor your house while you're living in it a little bit such that other people can better see themselves in it and less of you in it, I think that's, uh, that's, that's time well spent and uh, there's a good opportunity that, uh, that it may influence your buyers and their decisions if you do those sorts of things. So we'll switch back to me now and wrap this up. That's going to bring this episode of the show to a close. Hopefully that was fun and interactive and you've got some ideas of how you might stage your own house if you were to try to sell it so that it would be most beneficial to the potential buyers looking at your house. If you've got any ideas for future topics on the show or wild things like this that I can cover, I'm interested in checking those out. Leave me a comment down below and I will interact with you there. If you got any value from this episode, hit the like button so that YouTube knows to send it to other people. And if you think somebody that you know might benefit from the content, feel free to share it with them as well. As always, you can check out the podcast on the podcast player of your choice. Search The How To Show or Anthony Drew Gary. Until next time, this is Anthony Drew Gary. I've got to work on a better outro. We'll figure it out one day. Host of The How To Show, signing off.